everyone, and welcome to Minute 67 of Movie Rob Minute, the daily podcast where we take a wild trip through the 1987 John Hughes comedy, Plain Strange Automobiles, one minute at a time. I'm Rob, and joining me once again today is Duncan Shields, who has so many different things we can call him. You know, nice things, not bad things. You know, he's, <laughs> he's an animator, he's an artist, he's a poet, he's an author, and he's also the host of a number of different uh, minute-by-minute shows. Maybe you have the Time Business Minute, you have Chronologically Speaking, and you have Animatronic. 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 Sorry. Sorry about that. So welcome back to the show, Duncan. Thank you. Very happy to be here. Yeah, I'm glad glad you were able to come back because, you know, we're stranded here in the middle of southern Illinois, uh, 102 miles from Chicago, you know, and uh, we we, we have nothing better to do but but just, you know, sit around the bonfire and... uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay warm in the middle of in the middle of November. Even though it in in real life it wasn't that cold in on uh, November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. Or That's there was no snow. They, there was no when snow. They fil- when they filmed the scene, there was no. no not snow. when they filmed it. I'm talking about when the scene takes place. The scene right. takes place the day before Thanksgiving, That's and right. there was no snow in any of the cities that are depicted in this movie. Not in Chicago. Not in New York. Not in oh. Wichita. Not in St. Louis. Nothing. Yeah, you know, I I, uh, I think a few months ago we talked about the what the weather was. I think it was like forty degrees or something like that, maybe. And it was like overcast or something like that. But right. uh, yeah, they, they they got some of the other predictions right, so we'll we'll give it to them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So minute sixty-seven begins with Neil shouting out in anger and ends with Dell turning to say something to Neil. Yeah. So yesterday we basically had an entire minute where we talked about Neil yelling at Dell and not yeah. understanding how his credit card somehow got into his wallet, even though we know what really happened, which I love when movies do that. When when they let the audience in on little secrets of things that happen and the characters have no clue and they just make – wrong assumptions and we're we're yeah. laughing at the fact that they're making the wrong assumptions i mean obviously it's not something that you would have expected them to notice it was it was you know a slight mistake by gus that's what, that's all it came down to and yeah. neither one of them looked at their credit cards i i can imagine something like that even happening today you know you're in the well, supermarket ha- and yeah. you know it happened to me not too uh, a couple of years ago i was at a, a pub downtown and i wanted to settle up my bill and the server brought me my card and the machine because I'd left my card behind the bar to run a tab. And she brought me my card back and my card said um, Ronald Wong or something on it. And I was like, you you look like a Ronald Wong. This is not my <laughs> card. And um, but it was the same bank. Right. So it looked exactly the same. Oh, wow. OK. And so uh, she, she, I was like, this isn't mine. And she's like, oh, well, he left. And I'm like. Okay, <laughs> so what do we what do we do here? Did you give him mine? And I think I think she still had mine behind the bar, but I think I I, I found Ronald Wong on uh, on Facebook, and I was like, uh, Hey, if you were at the Canby yesterday, I had your bank card. He's like, Oh, that's okay. I'll just just cut it up. I'll cancel it and uh, and get a new one. No, oh, okay. so I was like, We could we could meet up, and I can give it to you. He's like, no, don't. That's okay. Don't worry about it. I'm like, All right. Whatever. So, if, you know, that kind of thing can happen. With yeah, the cards it can completely happen, similar. for sure. 
you know, I mean, nowadays, nowadays things are, are because of security reasons, it's, it's less likely to happen because, you know, I, at least I know here, most of the time you have to punch in your code when you're, when you're using your credit card in stores yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. So, you know, if you, you're punching in a code and it doesn't work, <laughs> then you're going to eventually yeah. look at the card or something like yeah, that, but it, was, it's still, it was... but it still can happen, you know. Still can happen. There wasn't too much danger of me like racking up a huge charge and going to Vegas or whatever, but but I did want to get it back to him. But well, it's all, it all turned out good. Especially when you know he said he didn't want his car back. Hey, great! I'll go. I'll go rent. <laughs> I'll go rent a car. <laughs> Merry Christmas to me. Well, all right. <laughs> exactly. So yesterday we ended the minute with with uh, Neil screaming "you," and we now get to hear the rest of the sentence. He goes, "You stole it." And then, like, he looks out into the sky and screams, he stole it. Now, who is my he favorite. telling this to? He's <laughs> My favorite part of the minute. Like, they're not standing in the middle of absolute nowhere. Like, there's an audience. Like, he's shouting it at the bushes and the two deers that are like, like he stole it. Like, he's, he he's telling to? it to the, the, the singing bush, you know. Yeah. <laughs> or the invisible horseman or something like that. That's right. You know, those, those are three amigos' uh, references for anyone who didn't catch That's right. those. You know, but but yeah, it's just like you know, he has no one else. To He's like, I don't want to talk to Dell anymore. I'm just gonna say it to anybody. And I mean, I'm sure you noticed this, but there are no cars going by them in in these minutes. You see, on the yeah. other side of the of the of uh, the freeway, that there are cars going the other direction. But there are no. We had last week. There was like one or two cars that drove by, and that was it. Apparently, nobody's going to Chicago. That's what it comes down to. Everyone's well, running this, away from Chicago. It always struck me that this, I mean, I don't think this scene takes place at like four in the morning, but it, it, it always struck me because of the lack of cars. It really struck we'll, me. We'll get later. there. We'll yeah. get, we'll get yeah. there. During this week, yeah. we'll actually know what time it is. So, okay. But Oh, yeah, we will. We will. That's right. But, That's right. but at this point, it feels as if it's the middle of the night. Now, I've mentioned this numerous times. It's a 300-mile trip from St. Louis to Chicago, so it's a five-hour trip. Okay, this five-hour trip is taking them a lot longer than five hours. Yeah, okay, five and a half hours. Right. And it's taking a lot longer because they left St. Louis and it was still daylight. And now it feels oh, like it's the middle of the night, and it's not. You know, it's not as late. It's not even as late as you would think. But again, it, it's taking them longer than five hours to drive this, which, you know, makes you – I mean, again, they, they stretched it out for the, for the comic aspects of the story, but still – you know, so I've always wanted to go to Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. Well, maybe Dell will, will go with you if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I still, I remember I had a, um, an ex-girlfriend of mine. That was one of her go-to jokes was whenever you uh, offered her food, she'd say, no, thanks. I'm kind of picky about what I eat. <laughs> and it was That's always great. to her, this little private. Joke of hey, hey, send me, send me, Hot dog? send me. Slushy? Send me her uh, information. Maybe she'll want to be on the show. <laughs> yeah. So Dell responds, no, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't. I was going to send it back to you with whatever the rental card charge was plus interest, but you didn't give me your address. What was I supposed to do? You just ditched me. I had no money. I had no cards. I had nothing. Now, the statement here, there are so many incorrections. There, there are so many Things that are wrong in in this in this little uh, diatribe of what he says. Okay, first of all, now, how much do you think it would co it cost to rent a car in in nineteen eighty seven? 
Any idea? Oh man, fifty dollars. Okay, I I did a search, and again, I I, you know, I found an article. I found an article actually written by a, a guy named uh, Peter Greenberg. That the article came out May twenty fourth, nineteen eighty seven. Okay, he's a, yeah. a a freelance writer, and he was or is I don't know a freelance writer in Los Angeles, and he has an article called "Singing the Rental Car Blues." And he explains about the fact of that he traveled to New York and, and all that happened when he was trying to rent a car. And so he said in New York, it cost almost $39 a day. And that was a cheap rate. Okay. The, right. Uh, that was a cheap rate for New York because the, I mean, if you read the whole article, so basically they wanted to charge him 52 $52 a day, but he, he had booked it earlier and that was the rate that they gave him. So he, he, uh, adamantly made sure that that he would still get the the rate that he got on the phone. But he mentions in this article that the same car, if he were to rent it in L.A., it would cost him twenty four dollars a day, and if he were to rent it in oh. Chicago, it would be twenty dollars a day. Okay, so I'm assuming that the the price in St. Louis is similar to that in Chicago. So we're talking twenty bucks here. You know, we're not really talking about a very, very expensive uh, time to to rent a car. And and again, we know that yeah. we know that Dell doesn't rent and doesn't take out any insurance or anything like that. So we're talking bare minimum, just twenty dollars. And you know, so I I found that interesting that you know that that he mentions it. So he says, you know, I'm gonna I'll, I would send you the money with interest. So okay, he's gonna send him. 25 bucks. I mean, it's not like it's that much money, even back in 1987, 25 bucks wasn't yeah. considered that much. And, and Neil wouldn't necessarily need to have that $25. Right. But then he yeah. says, you didn't give me the address. Okay. Now that wasn't when they were in St. Louis, that was earlier when they were getting on the train in Stubbsville, right? Stubbsville, right. Which is not a real place either. I, I believe it was called the real place is called Newton. If I remember correctly, of of oh, where the uh, where the real people train is instead of the hog train or cattle, <laughs> as uh, Owen mentioned uh, a few months ago. <laughs> so okay, so that's it. So he said you didn't give me your address, but he didn't ask for it again. At least we didn't see. And then he says you just dished yeah. me. Now Dell was the one who got upset in the diner right before they were in the airport. And he got up right, and right. left Neil. It wasn't the opposite. You know, so so Dell yeah. was the one who ditched Neil. Yeah, again, Neil insulted him, so therefore he had a reason to leave. But he said, You ditched me. And I had no money. He still had money because you know, he had yeah. that, that uh, the hundred dollars that they were able to get from selling all the, the earrings. The well, not real earrings, That's right. the, you know, when they were selling the shower curtain rings as the earrings. So so he secrets. did have money on him, you know. So if we're talking twenty dollars, it shouldn't have been that difficult for him to just go rent it with the, that twenty dollars. He didn't. I mean, you you might need a credit card as an insurance policy, you know. As uh, what, what's the term that they use for it uh, when when you have to give them, you know, when you when uh, free authorization. I don't know. There's there's something when when you need. I can't remember the word right now. A security, security, security deposit. deposit, right, which they, they don't charge you for yeah. or anything like that. But he, he, 
No, yeah, they just make sure you've got that yeah. available. Yeah, so I, I don't think that Dell really needed. He could have just taken twenty bucks. I'm assuming he still had twenty bucks with all the cash that he had in his in his hand at the time. <laughs> you know, even if it was even even if they split it fifty fifty, so each of them had fifty dollars, and then they pay for their 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 meal. You know, he he's definitely got at least thirty dollars left. I would think at that point. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so, and and obviously, he doesn't have any credit cards. We we discussed this also earlier. The fact that it's very strange that even in the 1980s, you know, people weren't trying to use credit cards to charge things. You know, nowadays, I mean, I rarely walk around with cash because I just use credit card for everything. You know, yeah. and, and apparently then it was the complete opposite. I don't know. Yeah, well, cash was. Cash is, I mean, cash was king back then. Cash is still king now, I assume. But like, yeah, there was definitely less, uh, less credit card use yeah. happening. Uh, right. And then, our uh, guess less casual right. um, credit card use. And then, <laughs> this is one of my favorite moments in the movie, where the two of them are holding each other, or, or exactly, <laughs> where. All right, you, yeah. you just motioned it. You just you you uh, pantomimed it. Yeah, no sorry, one else not, can see it. Very, no, no one else can see it. They're, yeah, they're, they're shaking back and forth as they talk, and they're doing it in tandem, which is great. Yeah, opposing uh, opposing shakes. You know, like you know, and then and then they have this whole little discussion where Neil goes, "Give it back," and he goes, "I can't. Why not? Because." And then like they stop with this this moving around in tandem, and then he he continues again. And he goes, "Because why?" And he goes, because when we stopped to gas up, I put the card back in your wallet. <laughs> yeah, it's a great, uh, in comedy, there's a thing called rule of three, where like the, the third time is yes. the joke, right? You know, like you, you, you do something and then you do something else and then you do the third thing yeah. and that's the joke. So this is like, give it back. I can't. That's one. Shake, 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 shake. Why not? Because and that's two. Shake, 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 shake. Because why? Because when we stop to gas up, I put the card back in your wallet, and that's three. So then they do this slow pause, looking over at the yes. burning car where Martin's wallet is burning yes. merrily away. Completely. <laughs> and I mean, it's great the way that 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 they do this. You know that I mean, it made me think about the fact that okay, we we didn't see them stop to to fill up for gas at any point. But again, if it's a three hundred mile yeah. trip. My assumption is is that they're going to have to fill up along the way. You know, I don't, I don't know point, how how much gas this particular. I, I love the, uh, the the sound work here when they're shaking back and forth in between their their uh, their their conversations. Because um, I don't know if it's all if it's foley work or if this was done in post or if this is the actual sounds of uh, of their clothes rustling. Because what's it? Uh, Steve Martin's got the sort of uh, camel hair overcoat on, and then uh, John Candy has the big, puffy, uh, yes. winter jacket. So you get a lot of zip zop, zip zop, zip zop. You know, as, as they as they they rustle back and forth there. It's really yeah, really good. No, it's sound great because you can hear it. You and can great, hear it along the way. Right. right. So, and you can see here how, how tall John Candy is. Like people people forget he was he was a big guy, but he yes. was also a big guy. You know, like he's a, a pretty tall dude. Like I know that Steve Martin's not a not a tiny man. Yeah, I don't think he's I don't think he's super tall, but you can see here that uh, yeah, John Candy's quite a bit taller. Right. So the, the car Steve was Martin. originally the the real car is called the Town and Country. Yeah. 
And what they called it here was the Grand Detroit Farming Country. No way. The Grand Detroit yes. Farming Country? Yes. How specific. Wow. <laughs> yes. And at this point, Neil basically, you know, at, at this point he groans. And as you said, they, they look over at the car. And then Dell goes, are you mad at me? <laughs> yeah, because Martin, Martin <laughs> collapses against Candy. So it's almost like all the fight's gone out of him. All the all yeah. the stress has gone out of him. He's just a broken yeah. man. And then Candy. And I love that we hear like the, once again, we hear like the metal fall to the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from the car. We hear the crackling again of, of the car and stuff like that. And for him to at this, this point say, are you mad at me? What else? What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, it's such a great, innocent line from John Caddy. Are you, are you mad at me? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then that's what Steve Martin just winds up and then punches candy in the stomach as hard as he can. Right in the gut. And then immediately exactly. turns away and trips over the chest. <laughs> yes. I love that. It's such an amazing physical comedy that he turns away and walks away and just like flips over the, the steamer trunk. Incredible. <laughs> and all, and all this with that big uh, sort of John Hughes music sting going on yeah it's great it's great completely now now i was trying to figure out about car fires and like how long it would take for a car fire to burn out and stuff like that because they they don't really you know the next scene they show them already driving the car yeah okay so they make it seem as if it doesn't take very long for this car to 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 for the flames to die down and for them to be able to to sit in the car it might still be warm you know, and we'll, we'll discuss that a little more, you know, <laughs> yeah, in the next minute in, for sure. In, in the next minute and also partially in this minute. But, you know, the, the idea that, that this, you know, that, you know, they, they didn't, they didn't have cell phones, so they couldn't call an ambulance. They couldn't call an ambulance. They couldn't call a fire truck to yeah. come in and, and put it out or anything like that. You know, I, I, it makes me wonder how this eventually burned out. Cause I would think that it would burn for hours. You know, this isn't something that's just going to burn. It's not going to be a quick burn for just a few minutes and then. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe it depends on what we're, because I know that the, um, I mean, you know, gas itself burns quick and short, right? It goes. But, it, but it's not it, gas that's burning right now. It's now. It's the, yeah. Now it's, it's the, the upholstery. Actual, <laughs> it's the upholstery and the the plastic. So yeah. I would think it would burn uh, burn for longer. But nothing like none of this makes sense. Right. Okay. That's you know, true. The, 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 Again, the car, right, the car there is the is, suspension is, of disbelief here. The car is never <laughs> leaving the side of the highway. It's right. when it burns like that. It's not just um, uh, the seats that go up. It's like the electronics. It's the wiring. It's uh, yeah. like the, the the car is dead. So this is this. Now we're into cartoon comedy action. Uh, which works. Which works. Which works <laughs> great. It's so good. It's all gold. But you're like this. There's no way this car is. Uh, Doing what it's doing, but on the other hand, I have seen cars sustain uh, sustain some freakish amount of damage and keep on going. So uh, you know, maybe it's it's just on the outside bounds. Of it is a farming area. country. Come on, it is it is a farming country, <laughs> and they built those ones. You know, they don't build famous. they don't build those like they used to. No, <laughs> and no, I mean the one thing I found when when trying to do research on how long it would take. I mean, it's not the simple thing to to find on the internet. How long does it take for a car to burn out? You know, after it's on fire. <laughs> I think, but if you but, Google that too often, I think you get put on a couple of watch lists. It's perhaps. possible. It's possible. No, that's if you look for methods of 
of, of yeah. burning a car, not not how long will it burn for. And the one thing I did find was is that it can sometimes just take a few minutes for a fire to develop into an inferno once the car catches fire. Okay, yeah. meaning that Scary. it is realistic here the fact that the car lit up very quickly. Yeah. And uh, I mean, in this article, one of the things that they mentioned is, is that if you don't have water on hand, you should throw like earth or sand onto it. And they said sometimes yeah. it's not a good idea to throw water on a car that's burning because it's going to actually, you know, if, if you're you're doing, if you're burning the gas, if you're putting water on the gas, that's not necessarily going to stop things. It's going to make it worse. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just splash it around. It won't, uh, won't put it out. Yeah. So, yeah. So then the, the scene switches and we see a smoldering car driving into the El Rancho Motel. And there's a big sign outside that says El Rancho Motel. And it says free satellite TV where the word satellite is misspelled. Yeah. And then we have we try and then H. I don't know what they're trying to say. Maybe we try harder. I don't know. We try heroin. We try. <laughs> I, I don't know. We try hard, I imagine, and the joke is that they uh, they don't. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And obviously, as we just mentioned before, this this must must be hours later, you know, that the car is, first of all, still able to drive and that it no longer it has flames shooting out of it, you know. <laughs> and I love the, the sound here again. We also hear the car creaking along. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and as, you know, Neil reaches the office, you hear like the, the, the car sputtering and stuff like that, you know, as he's pulling in, it's just, it's just great. Yeah. Now they they have the word Uh, office written there twice. Yeah. In in case you don't know where the office is, it's written both in green and red in, in different size. Is the office. Yeah. Wait, where's the office? (laughs) How can I find the office here? Not really sure. Yeah. Well, you know, if you work in retail, you quickly become surprised at uh, not the stupidity of the average customer, but the the ignorance factor yes. of the average customer of just like, wow, you really. And then you notice it in yourself, right? When you're going into stores and you notice to yourself, you're like, oh, man. I missed that. And that's actually pretty obvious, you know, right. but like when you're, when you're helping people and they're like, where's the, like, there's that bit in the movie clerks when somebody asked the video store guy, where's the new arrivals? And it pans out and they're standing in front of a giant wall that yeah, says new, new arrivals. arrivals. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that's Randall. Like, for, that's uh, Randall for you. Yeah. That's Randall for you. So you got to just say it's right over there. And, um, yep. You know, because you, it's it's there, but for the grace of God, go you. You know, that's the way it is. Correct. And then uh, we see that Neil turns off the car, so he successfully turns the car off, and the lights are still working too because he turns those off also. And then Dell turns to Neil and says, "You know, you could have killed me, slugging me in the gut." And then that's how the minute ends. Yeah, and uh, so this hotel. Uh, existed in Gurney, Illinois, mm-hmm. on uh, 36355, Route 41. Uh, and apparently it was renamed the River Trail Gardens and Inn Ooh. a little later af- after this film. And it has since gone out of business or been turned into studio apartments. Nobody's really clear. <laughs> maybe you've got uh, 
maybe you've got more information on the no i actually didn't I, this this is one of the things i i, I decided not to, to check into but i'm glad you did because you know yeah there's a big uh giant metal bullhead that we see yes. in, in the next minute mm -hmm. and and that's that was still there for a long time even after they changed the name of the hotel well i don't think that's something uh, very but, simple, simple to take down no yeah especially right so they uh they so apparently they've it kept going for a while. It got dodgier and dodgier, and then now it's out of business. Okay, makes sense. All right, thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the occasional planes, trains, and automobiles fan will drive past it and go, "Oh, I think this is the place." You know, so it's not been like thoroughly researched. Right. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> like so. So the the jury's kind of out on whether or not it's still um, right exists in any form okay uh, it's definitely i don't think it's open for business anymore but right. it'd be something to uh, to research but that's the address 36355 route 41 in gurney illinois so if you maybe google maps it maybe you'll can see did the, you, uh, did the you check to see how far gurney possible. illinois is from chicago i'm gonna do that right now <laughs> we'll do it live, do it live. We'll do no because they were 102 miles away before so is this place closer or further because remember they're going the wrong way they're traveling in the wrong direction. You yeah. don't know they're they're going the wrong yeah. way. How would they know where they we're were going? going the wrong way? <laughs> uh, How do they okay. know where we're going? Okay, that's <laughs> <laughs> such a good yeah. How, yeah, right. Yeah. How would they know? How? Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. Well, while know? you're checking that out, we'll, we'll go into a little bit of the script. So the the script has a, a, a few little discrepancies here. So first of all, they talk about the that both the interior and the roof of the car are completely burning very brightly and then they get to this motel and again the whole conversation is very quick just a few lines between the two of them in it's it's expanded here in in the movie be from from what they have in the mm -hmm. script where basically he says give it back and he says i can't why not and he says when i stop for gas i put it back in your wallet and that's he doesn't say, are you mad at me or anything like that? And we don't see him plugging him in the gut. Ah, I see. Oh, I'm glad. That, they, uh, at this point. Wait, sorry. Sorry. Did. At this point. Then. Oh, at this in, point. In the motel. Then it explains the motel. I love the way that they describe this motel. A, a, a exterior motel night. A chain motel. Big, bright sign. The charred car pulls up in front. All that remains of the roof is a twisted black frame. Neil's driving. He's wearing one of Dell's sports coats and a stocking cap. Okay. And then it says Dell's wearing his overcoat and a, and a, and a couple sweaters, earmuffs, and a black fake Angora hat. And then they, they have the uh, an interior shot of the car. The interior is completely charred. They're sitting on bare burned springs. And then Dell says, are you mad at me? And then Neil doesn't say a word. And then Dell starts saying, you know, you could have killed me slugging me in the stomach when I wasn't ready. So it, they don't even mention the fact that he that 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 he hits him. You know, it's it's mentioned in passing, but it doesn't happen in the in the script itself. So I, I like that they added it. All right. <laughs> and so there's there's a few little discrepancies. Nothing nothing big, you know, but uh, still still works well. It shows that as you mentioned yesterday there is improv here between the characters which is great yeah yeah which i, I would assume there uh, yeah. there would be yeah so 
Three, so you six, have any three, uh, North You have a, an explanation for us? Uh, well, it is forty minutes. It's actually in East Chicago. Oh, so. So it's about 40 minutes from the Chicago Center, but it is giving me a slightly different address here. 36355 uh, North Skokie <clears throat> North Skokie Highway. Yeah, well, obviously it's it's meant to be somewhere else because I don't think they drove that far. You know, when they're when they're they're if they're 102 miles from Chicago by the sign, then I don't think Ah, wait a second here. Okay, no, here we go. Let's see. I think I've got something else here. Chicago, Illinois. Uh, this is an hour away. Ah, okay. But that's still that's still and a lot closer it, than they they should be. Yeah, and it's um, and you said they were coming from yes. St. Louis. Right. So St. Louis, it's on the other side of Chicago from St. Louis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it's definitely not right. on the way. Okay, I mean we'll we'll get there in a, in a few weeks where we'll, we'll talk about the fact of the fact that they they do overshoot Chicago, but they haven't overshot it yet. We're, we're not there. Yeah. I think actually I think yeah. next week we talk about that where they overshoot, it, but but not at this point. Yeah. But what what I what you don't on me is wait a second if they're driving in the wrong direction and they're on their way towards St. Louis. Oh no 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 sorry they were driving in the wrong direction in the right way. Meaning that they they were going north, but they were driving southbound on the north side. So okay, no, because I was gonna say that maybe the sign shouldn't have said Chicago, but it should have. That's fine because they turned around. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. So apparently the El Rancho is is a bit closer than it really should be. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. All right. Yeah. So every day we have a segment called Off the Beaten Track, where either myself or my guest will give a little adventure or misadventure of something that happened to us along the journey of life. So Duncan, what have you got for us? Uh, this time I would like to talk about uh, one time I was, uh, one time I was young. One time when I was younger, I went to a small town called Kelowna, which is about four hours outside of Vancouver where I live. And to drive there, you go up, a newly created highway called the Coquihalla. It used to be a lot of winding mountain roads, but they, they made a big, long highway that went sort of straight across uh, BC, so you didn't have to go through all the winding mountain roads anymore, so it was much better for traffic. And they had a toll on it for a while until they reached the cost, and then they, uh, then they took the toll off, amazingly. They promised they would, and they did, once the highway was paid for. So... Uh, I was driving in a friend's car. She was driving. She had bought, borrowed her father's vintage MG, uh, like a 1968 MG, with a shocking wow. amount of legroom. Uh, she, she pulled up in this little tiny car, and I'm like, I'm going to spend four hours in that. And then I got in, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my feet actually don't touch the bottom. This is amazing. Uh, it's just like you can stretch out in this minuscule car. <laughs> so that's uh, MGs have got a lot of legroom. So we're driving up there. And it was Friday the 13th. So, and it was a, a full moon. So we're driving and up to Jason and a werewolf. Jason and a werewolf. Mr. Hey. Werewolf to his friends. And he, uh, he, she forgot to put oil in the car. This is Ooh. like, we, we graduated, this is, I think the year we graduated from high school. So we're quite young. 
and we, we, we don't know much about cars, apparently. So we're driving up there, and unbeknownst to us, uh, the car ran out of oil and started smoking and would not go anywhere and stopped. What we didn't know at the time was that we had seized the engine block and Ooh. it had cracked down the middle. Uh, that the lack of oil had actually I, I did destroyed that the engine. <laughs> so we, yeah, so we couldn't we couldn't go anywhere. Uh, at the time, we were smokers, but the only cigarettes that we had were uh, ultralights, players ultralights, which are like barely cigarettes in the first place. And then um, we had a giant personal stereo in the back, what would, would, would have been called a ghetto Ooh. blaster back in the day. One of those big radio ra- ra- Rahim <laughs> giant. Yeah. And they, you know, 20 yeah. energizers yeah. in the back. And, uh, but we didn't have any batteries for it. <laughs> so it was Friday the 13th and a full moon. We're on a heart on a highway in a car that won't go anywhere with cigarettes that aren't really cigarettes with a stereo and a bunch of great tapes, but no way to listen to the music. And it was one of those moments of like, huh, so what do we do now? And just as we were starting to tell each other, like our life stories or whatever, you know, it was kind of like, well, who knows what's going to happen now? A tow truck came by and it was called, uh, I think Bob and Tom's towing. And I think what he did was he would just cruise up and down the Coquihalla looking for people exactly in our situation. And he was like, hey, what's up? We'll take you to Merritt, BC. There's a small town on the way to Kelowna. And so it was Bob and Tom's towing. Bob was driving. We got into town and we met Tom. (laughs) (laughs) We literally met Bob and Tom, Bob and Tom's uh, towing. And then we got a a motel room and got the news that her uh, car was toast and so her dad drove up in the minivan oh, wow. and drove us well, at, least it wasn't, at least he didn't say tell him large but march that, sent you. <laughs> yeah exactly all right great story thank you very much so you want to once again tell people how they can get in touch with you uh yeah sure i'll tell them how they can get in touch with when you. you're stranded in the uh, middle of can, uh, corona yeah. bc <laughs> yeah go to uh uh, yeah, Trotologically Speaking and the Time Bandits Minute or look for me on YouTube or go to Buy Duncan Shields on Twitter or Instagram or anywhere else. And uh, yeah, you'll mm-hmm. find evidence of my existence or go uh, go to the any of your famous, uh, your regular bookstores and buy my collection of short science fiction called Small Windows. If you like a little uh, a group of like 96 short science fiction stories. Um, Download that and give cool. yourself. Cool, and a you week. can also it's find uh, Duncan all week at the uh, El Rancho uh, <laughs> Motel. <laughs> That's right. I'm at least, at least for the El next Rancho day or two, for sure. Yeah. Actually, for the whole week, we're we're here. We're here the rest yeah. of the week. I'm I'm stuck here with you also. We're 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 both going to be at the El Rancho for Excellent. till 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 at least Friday, maybe maybe even Monday. Actually, we're still here Monday. We're here on Monday too. Excellent. <laughs> well, I'm here. Yeah, you, you. I think you're going to leave beforehand. <laughs> That's That's what I think. Yeah, probably. I think so. Let yeah. me check right. it out. Let me uh, check it out early. Uh, and to find me is very simple. Just do a quick search for for Movie Rob Minute. You can find me on Twitter, find me on Facebook, or you can find my website. So until tomorrow, you're fine. You're fine.